Morning, Schwartzy. Good morning, Wilson. We Mr. have Mr. Wilson. We have a you don't call me Wilson. What the hell? That's what Dennis the Manus called. Oh, Mr. Wilson. Protagonist, Mr. Wilson. Yeah. You're not him, no. No, I'm not him. We have a very special somebody with us today, Schwartzy. I'm introducing her to my world. I've already everybody knows about you, Low, but uh they think you've made me famous, and it's the truth. <laughs> Welcome, Lorinda. Welcome here. What a pleasure to meet, finally meet the famous Lorinda Van Newkirk. Wow. That's it. Thanks for having me. Lowe's got quite the story. We need to we we need to hear all about it, Lowe. I mean, I so to tell you, I I was friends with one of Lowe's partners um when I was at, at Darnellville. And and so then to come to find out, and I knew Amy had Amy Morehouse, which what's her name now? What Amy's gonna be mad at Smith? No, what's her no, name? she's what? Amy Morehouse. She's still just Amy, Morehouse. Amy Morehouse. She keeps it. She's just a Rather, wild child. Yes, famous Amos. So anyhow, uh Amy and Lowe had a had a had a business together. And I knew about Amy's deal, but I didn't know she had a partner. And then Lowe gets involved. So yes, cool. yes. We had gypsy soul for Almost 15 years. It was a fun, a fun stressful run. It was fun, stressful. <laughs> fun and stressful. Yes. Thank God, story it was there. Fun. <laughs> Thank God it was fun because it was really stressful. <laughs> but, it's, stressful. but it's all good. That's what happens when you create the beast. It was uh, quite the deal. Well, why don't you tell us where you're from and a little bit about Lowe? Uh, so most people frown upon when, when you live in Texas, especially after COVID, but I am a born and raised Southern and central California cowgirl. All my family is still in California. We ranch there. Um, they'll never move to Texas. They think I'm still <laughs> crazy for moving here, but they do love it when they visit, uh, grew up ranching, ag kid, uh, moved, always wanted to get to Texas or Oklahoma. And 22 years ago, 23 and oh, in uh, oh, two, I moved here to Weatherford, Texas. And of course, you know, it ended up being for a boy, which turned out to be really good for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, it wasn't Joel, yes, it was, it, Joel. it was Joel. Okay, that's good. Yes. <laughs> I yes. thought maybe my wonderful but, husband, Joel. Yes, I thought, why? I thought maybe this boy introduced you to Joel or something, but no, there you go. No, no, no. <laughs> I already want, I was already thinking about moving here and then met Joel. So, you know, God works in mysterious ways and made it all work out. There you go. Uh, but been in entrepreneur businesses my whole life since I've been probably eight years old. Um, and just, I love, love building brands starting businesses, the stress of it, helping people do it, especially when they get out of the, uh, get out of their own way and like actually love the the thrill of all the ups and downs of building companies or brands or what, you know, whatever their, their dreams are. Well, you, you help me get out of my way. Shut up and listen. She's not bashful. I can tell she's got that skill set. Yes. Good deal. Yes, yes. Well, that's awesome. And I, you know, uh, the the email came in that introduced me to Lowe and, and I'd built the Spurs for Ryan Motes and Ryan's a, a backdoor neighbor, right? Backdoor neighbor to you. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm a huge bit and spur collector. So are my parents. And I had been uh, searching to I wanted a cool new pair of spurs that nobody else had. And we went over to Ryan's, I think, for a Super Bowl Sunday. And they, he had them laying out on his bar in the game room. And it was like, what are these? So <laughs> uh, the next day I flew to my parents um, in California. So I was telling my dad about them. And I got on Wilson's really bad website at that time. <laughs> and so... <laughs> I was like, well, he probably is really good because most artists have terrible websites and they're, they're terrible business people. Yeah. So he must be legit. And I had no idea what they cost. All I knew there was a four-year wait. So I was like, well, whatever these suckers cost in four years, I'll have the money. So I sent him an email and surprisingly the next morning I had an email back from Wilson, which is not surprising now that we've worked together this long. Mm -hmm. He takes care of business. I 
she had the little low van nuker dot, dot com or whatever it was and i i thought well who is this lady so i pushed on the on the on the website and of course it had all these western performance horse and all these different people that she was promoting and and uh marketing for doing their websites and all that and i'm like oh lord so i'm gonna have to call this lady and this is gonna cost my ass i don't care what the spurs <laughs> cost i know and it was the same thing Lo, i was like i probably can't afford this but i i gotta ask the question can you help me <laughs> yes i would love to and we don't trade you pay me and i oh, pay yeah. you <laughs> yeah there ain't no trade no trade no horse trading around here no it's it's benjamins for benjamins and away we that's go. right Amen. <laughs> it's easier. That was quite an indictment there a few minutes ago, Low. All artists have terrible, sucky websites, <laughs> terrible, terrible businessmen, uh, business people. Truer words were never spoken. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> she she got a hold of my website and she started putting all the videos and stuff that we have Schwartzy and, and putting them all up there on the website. And, and I was like, this kind of makes me feel funny, Lo. She says, shut up. People need to know who you are. And I'm like, <laughs> they need to know you, Willie. And I'm like, all right. So away we went. And then yep. the workshop Wednesday deal, which I brought it up this last week. Embrace your dorkness and just be a dork, she said. So Yep. Just be you. <laughs> they're either gonna love you or hate you, or they're they'll even love you more when they hate you. Yeah, they'll. they'll... <laughs> how true is that like most of howard stern's followers were the ones that hated him that would listen the longest because they wanted to hear the next stupid thing he said and crucify him for it you know mm -hmm. made him more and more if they him. hate you they're thinking about you so our, it's all good our our uh our our jerry jones says any press is good press no big deal that's right <laughs> that's why you need to start doing your lives Oh, no, I knew it was coming. So it's coming, uh, Schwartz. We got to start doing Facebook Lives, Workshop Facebook Wednesday. Live. You can do Hold On to the West Wednesdays and have lives. Kind of, we need You need somebody in the shop, though, to video for you and all that, because it's hard to uh, look at the dadgum phone and read the questions. Well, the questions, yeah. You have so many questions coming in, but that's that's why we're going to send an email out to get the questions a bunch of them first so you have to commit to when you're going to do the live yeah. and we have to have two phones going for him because he needs to do them facebook and instagram at the same time oh at the same time oh yeah so you can get your phone <laughs> your iPad you guys go first i'm gonna watch <laughs> well eli will have the toughest job i can be me but he'll be managing phones so there we go that's perfect yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why do I do two phones? That means I got to get him plugged in on my website, huh? So then, or am I? Uh huh. Well, do you have a? Does the girls have an iPad or something? Yeah, we do have an iPad. Yeah, that could work. Yeah, huh? So you could have one a phone and an iPad facing you, and then yeah, he yeah. can read what the comments are on his side. Yeah, read them to you. So talk to us a little bit about the marketing side of it, because we do all suck, and we're all. <laughs> and my my guy my world um uh, the tca when i say my world the, the guys my family we don't like telling everybody how good we are we don't like we don't like the spotlight and I, that sounds weird but in a way no, i get it we don't i i get it i'm i mean i'm in the same boat right now with the sock company that i have lucky check you know i've in the last, you know, I launched that company in 2020 and I'm just using this as an example for you guys. I've been hiring cute, adorable models to do everything, um, reaching out to them to do videos for me. Cause at the end of the day, it's a sock company. It shouldn't be tied back to me. I want to build it as a brand and push it out to the world and maybe sell it one day. I don't know, mm -hmm. but it does not, they don't have that connection to the brand like I do. So literally in this last year, I have, I've, you know, I still use models. I still do all that, but all the content is coming from me. And in my mind, I'm like, why would somebody want to watch some 50 year old woman on there? They're going to want to watch some pretty 24 year old, beautiful girl or, you know, over me, but they don't, it's, 
there's so much that comes through on your, what you you're putting out to the world and people can tell when it's not, not real. And when I remember Fallon Taylor telling me, um, when we used to endorse her, when I had gypsy soul, she told me, she said, I can't promote anything that I truly don't love. My followers can tell. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, okay, whatever. But it, it is really true. And so if you guys, you are making these phenomenal products that nobody else can make. So there's nobody else that can tell the story like you can. But if you can't get on camera or get in front of your audience and talk about your product and the passion that you're, what you're putting into those spurs or that piece of leather, why are people going to spend the money on it? And then the most important thing is telling the story, you know, just the connection and training people and making people understand what your product is and the time and the effort. And Wilson and I talk about this a lot, you know, it's kind of what you guys are doing and what you're trying to keep alive is a fighting business right now, because there aren't people that are just jumping in all over the place to, to become what you are. There are people but it's you guys are now the forefathers of this industry and you're setting the pace for what is coming, you know, in time. So if you guys don't set the standard and how you need to be, what's it going to be in another 10 years? If we're all going to be quiet about it and not promote our lines or our $25,000 spurs, you know, then it just goes away. And in today's society, and I, it's such, I mean, it is, I'm telling you, I struggle with this every day when these girls give me a list of all the videos I have to do on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just looked right now. I, I did a video about buying a saddle. It has really not nothing, anything to do with socks other than I'm cowgirl and the cowgirls wear these socks, but buying a saddle to fit your horse, not your hiney, which it has over almost 10,000 views on Facebook, like, but <laughs> it's getting in front of people. And why is this girl telling us, oh, look, she has a cowgirl sock company. So, so you guys necessarily don't have to just talk about, you know, the engraving and it takes 60, 682 hours. And this is why this is a hundred thousand dollars. Tie it back to something else interesting in your life. So they engage with you. They fall in love with you. Then when that door opens, then you go into all that. But it is you guys are, you are the people that are going to set what the next 5, 10, 15 years coming up, you know, the ropes. <laughs> that's a, that's pointing the finger a little bit, isn't it, Shortsy? <laughs> Which, oh, that's awesome. But, but yeah, it's, I'm it's, talking it's, about us. I can't believe <laughs> talking about us. But as TCA and and preserving and promoting the disciplines that we represent submission statement it is up to us to have that personality and 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 you know one of the things that that i talk about with the tca and it might be um, it's my opinion it may not be shared by all but the heartbeat of the group are the individuals within it they're the ones that create the excitement and the relationship so when we like I've hid behind the TCA logo forever, basically until I got got you on board. Low is like I I expected the TCA to make me. Well, they get the TCA gave me an incredible amount of credibility from day one, and 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 I was I was accepted as one of the best in the industry at that point. But to to market and brand myself and the, and to increase the perceived value of my efforts, um, that comes from heart the heartbeat and the relationships and all that that you're talking about there and, and getting out and talking and workshop Wednesday of all things, uh, created conversations like I never dreamed. I'd be in, be in Fort Worth in the stockyards and somebody walk up shop Wednesday. I'm like, what are you doing? What? <laughs> <laughs> so it is, that is very important in the group. Um, you know, we, we do, we do struggle with that. We're, we're, introverts you know, spend 360 days in solitary confinement and they expect us to act normal the five days we get out there in the public well and you and what's crazy you know you 
you are all introverts and artists, but the, I mean, just, I've learned this in the last, you know, five, six years that most of the best influencers on social media are, hor they are such introverts. They are amazing on social media, but when you meet them in person, it's the most awkward. They can't even talk to you. It's just the craziest thing. So I just want to put that out there that that's not an excuse because some yes, of the best influencers are because mm -hmm. they don't interact with people. They just interact on online, on platforms. You know, I had uh, Shane Hendren is, is a close friend and a, um, uh, a uh, silversmith and, and does the native he's, he's Navajo and does the native stuff a lot, but uh, a good guy, but Shane's extremely bashful, but he says to speak to 300 people doesn't bother him a bit to do a speech in front of 300 people because he's not having to interact with a single person. It's like the camera. He can just go out there and talk to 300 people, but the one-on-one, -on -one, it just kills him. He says like, it's, it's really hard. <laughs> it's I never too hard. Had, yeah. I never thought of that, you know, it, I get it. I get it. Well, you, I, I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, you know, you what, just listening to you guys talk here, um, it seems like the old model of marketing, branding, advertising, all that kind of stuff would be, you'd probably say, well, it falls under the umbrella of frequency and visibility. But you're describing something. You're, you're talking about another layer it's yeah. not just about frequency and visibility. It's about when you talk about narratives and stories and uh, vulnerability and accessibility, all of that kind of stuff is a, another whole world, isn't it? Yes. And that's yes. the world we live in, right? I mean, that's, yes. that's pretty much what, where we're at. That's the cold, hard fact, like it or not, introvert or not. That's, mm -hmm. that's, that's what we have in front of us for the next 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah. For, I mean, at least in our work lifetime, that's what it's going to be. And it's, you know, when I had Gypsy Soul, all of this was social media that was just coming on at the tail end. So we built the brand completely without social media. And I remember at the end, so many women, I felt like were starting brands because they wanted to be an influencer or they wanted to look important on social media. That was my mindset where Amy and I didn't build a brand to be famous or be in front of people. We built, we were in it for the brand, the business mm -hmm. where things kind of flopped in it. And it, there is that, you know, people want to be seen and be on social media. So they, you know, an influencer or content creator. Um, so then, then they build a brand, but I mean, now it's just all, it's just part of, it's a part, it's one of the pieces of the puzzle that you have to do in marketing, because if you're not, you guys aren't doing it, they're 30 some year olds that they don't really care what the old men are doing. I'm an artist. I'm going to be better than them. And I'm going to tell the world I am the best. So if you guys or the, or, you know, or the organizations that you're affiliated with aren't getting on that same space, you know, you will be just dusted away yeah. period replaced yes Ir irrelevant. irrelevant yes it, that is the word right there yeah. and you, it's up to each one of you to to keep yourself relevant so like to uh, this is not supposed to be a pick on the tca or anything but, but no. with me, with me but what i'm about to say is is like i feel like it's up to the individuals to create the organization Right. Yes. And, and and so like with what you're talking about, Lo, is I go out there and I create relationships with these people and connections. Um, then that builds the TCA. And and if each and every member of the group is doing that, it just builds the whole organization. And yes. and then, and the group all of a sudden will be looked at as as a great um, organization to help the industry out, as opposed to you know like. <laughs> like if I'm known as one of the greatest out there doing what it is what I do and giving back to my industry as much as I can through the TCA, then that shines a positive light on the group, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yes. And it, well, and it's hard with these organizations because if there's not, you know, it's all made up of you guys that kind of, you know, mostly everybody feels the same way. Then there's no promote, there's 
no one hired in the marketing department for the organization. It's all the same thought process. And so nothing, nobody's getting promoted. Nobody's getting talked about, you know, posting a picture of your great artwork is not enough. You know, a pit, a pair of spurs is not enough. I heard, I heard that. <laughs> you heard that. I mean, I mean, we, I mean, and that's what, like, we just did it backwards with Wilson. Like, he's been so interactive. And so now two times a week, no matter what, there's a picture of a pair of spurs. And, a, you know, he has so much content, which people truly love. He's really connected with everybody. So now they're like, oh, look at now they're wanting to see more of what he's done. So you're getting that that momentum on just stagnant pictures, you know, because you have to make your following fall in love with you. That is your job. You have to tell your story and why you're doing what you're doing and why you're passionate about it and why they need to, and then you don't even have to tell them why they're, they don't even understand. They just buy, they just buy the $9,000 bit when they walk into Tuskies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I made him call that day. <laughs> Man, it was on a Sunday and she said, call Tuskies. I said, okay, I'll do it in the morning. No, call them now. Okay, so I called I called Casey and I said, sorry for bothering you on Sunday, Casey, but low. And he said, Oh, I understand. He said, I completely understand. We got to do what Low says. <laughs> I said, yes. <laughs> so Lorinda and my bride are um they've they've met one in you met her once, right? She I don't know if she's ever showed up. I don't think we've met. No, she acts just like Lil. Both of them are strong. They're the best of friends or mortal enemies. I don't know which. No, we'll be best friends. We'll be best. <laughs> the world Without would a be, doubt. The, the world would be a different thing, I promise, if they were together. But Amy was that way, right? Amy was full throttle and strong. Mm -hmm. Still oh. is. Oh, yeah. No, without a question. <laughs> so when I, when I first called low Gary I was kind of like man and you'll understand this I was like I don't this lady needs to understand what I got right and what I'm trying to sell and and I'm not I don't need more work that's what I told her I don't need more work I want better work I want to I want to increase the value of my work and and I don't want to sell 100 pair of spurs I want to continue to sell my 15 to 25 you know and and uh, she said I get it Wilson I get it and I was kind of like you sure and she said I sold $750 flip-flops. I get it. <laughs> I was like, yes, ma'am, you did get it. I've never heard of a $750. The, the most expensive ones were $1,500. There you go. $1,500 flip-flops. That's what Gypsy, and that, that's what Gypsy Soul was all about, right? I mean, mm -hmm. it probably wasn't just flip-flops, but was it? No, it, yeah, it started out, it's just a high-end Swarovski crystal flip-flop company and then when amy uh got involved we started making jewelry and t-shirts and the line expanded into purses boots jeans perfume makeup bags um but the the guts of the company was the flip-flops and we created such a demand you know not everyone could afford those flip-flops but they could why we expanded the brand is you know because they couldn't afford the flip-flops, they bought a pair of earrings and a t-shirt. Yeah. Their budget was only a hundred dollars. And maybe finally, you know, I still have people say to me, I saved forever and finally got a pair of gypsy souls. But our average customer, we figured had 37 pair of flip-flops. Good gosh. <laughs> so like when the recession hit in 08, I mean, I was in 2008, I was petrified like this is kind of like gypsies we're gonna are we gonna live through this and it was so crazy because I wasn't a price point company I was that next level we never felt any of the the recession because that customer was not still get, they weren't giving up a pair of shoes they may not be going on a trip around to Italy or whatever um, and then what also helped us is we picked up a huge retailer, Zappos.com, at that same time, where we lost all of our, a ton of our mom and pop stores um, that, you know, helped that out. But, you know, when you're, when you're an artist or a different price point, you, to me, you don't really function the way the masses function in the rest of the world. So that's why 
it is so important for you to always be full steam ahead. There's always people that have money to spend in this yeah. world anymore. And if they don't, they have a credit card. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that sounds terrible, but it's, I mean, is business is business. This isn't personal. No, it's not personal. And, and you know what? We're giving them something to make them feel better, right? We're, we're giving them a piece of our heart and soul that, that will make them feel better. It, we're not taking advantage of anybody. Be, um, no, no, no. It's mean, just it, it's strictly business. And that's, I, I mean, people I, are going to spend money every day. That's why Amazon is what it is today, because yeah. people are going to spend money every day, whether they have it or don't. We're in our, they say we're in recession. We're not. So, <laughs> no. so yeah, my uncle told me one time, he said the top 15% of whatever industry you're in will always be fine. They, they may not buy a $20,000 bit, but they're still going to buy a bit, $10,000 bit, and you just stay hooked, right? So. Yep. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that too. I remember, you know, 08 was a bad year for us at the show, right? Schwartzy, it didn't, it mm -hmm. didn't sell great. It was soft. Yeah. yeah. But we'd been selling out every year up to that point. And so we probably still sold 70% of the show, but we were like, oh my gosh, you know, I had to take something home. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can take it to Tuskies now. <laughs> yeah. Take it to Tuskies. That's right. Man, that's been good. I'm going to go see them. So, uh, I'm coming, I'm coming to the Metroplex Thursday and go to the knife show. And then I'm going to go to the, um, I'm going to go to the, uh, world's greatest and peruse around there. Jay's going to be with me, Schwartzy and Troy, Flay Hardy. We're all, oh, cool. Jay, Edcott and Troy. So we're going to go hang out with those folks and I'm going to drop by Teskies and say hi to Bryce in the world. You're not bringing your dad? I'm on a time frame. I'm on a time schedule. <laughs> well, gotta... I was going to make time to see you, but if you're not bringing your dad. <laughs> right. See, that's how it is, Shorts. You know how it is. You know, Pop. We talked about it last. No, no, oh, last yeah. Week. Oh, yeah. Well, I have to, I'm have. i going to brag. I'm going to brag on your dad a little bit just to drill home my point. Right. So right. Will, after I got everything done for Wilson, he said, "I okay, my dad wants you to do some stuff for, for him. And I'm thinking, oh, great. This is so cowboy. <laughs> All right. He is by far the prototype of the most amazing customer because <laughs> he will challenge you. He will ask why he will ask questions and he has valid points to everything, but he's very respectful on what you're trying to tell. Mm -hmm. But him and I would have 7 a.m., 6.30 a.m., could be 5 a.m. Whenever, you know, uh, Zoom calls, FaceTime calls, teaching him how to use the, I moved him over from constant contact to MailChimp. He has learned how to send out all his own e-blasts. He can get on the back end of his website. He can post his blogs. I mean, I'm, it was so refreshing to have, and I know I'm getting older too. And so I'm <laughs> totally challenged on things. So I can say this, but when we get old, y'all want to be sucky about it and not learn. Yeah. So it's, it was just amazing that when people tell me they can't do something, I said, look up this website right here. See this old cowboy? He does it just fine on his own. So I don't want to hear any of your crap. So <laughs> you either pay my fees or learn how to, I'll teach you how to do it. So what do you want to do? He's the one that came to me and said, son, we got to get an iPhone. I'm like, I don't need an iPhone, pop. I thought, I just want to talk on it. He said, no, you got to have an iPhone because it'll do all this stuff and your emails and all this. And I'm like, you're crazy. I'm not going to do that. So I got it. And it's awesome. Right? I mean, <laughs> now, you're, now you're doing Facebook lives. Uh, oh yeah. From your iPhone. Yeah. From the iPhone. <laughs> so no, but it was, it's, it's fantastic. You know, when people are excited to learn and you know, it is, it's a lot to take in and, and you don't have to learn how to do it. I'm not saying that. I mean, no, I hire, I'm happy to, pay yeah, you to hire people to do the things you suck at. And if you don't want if you don't want to self-promote yourself, find someone that you can afford to do it for you and come up with a plan. And you know what? Th that's that's why I had rather pay you to do it, though, because you're going to say things that I that I don't think I can make myself say it. And and they and then when it comes from you, they know I'm not saying it. And and so it just makes it easier for me. I'm like, yeah. No, and it's fine. I mean, that's fine. And there, I mean, there's so there's so many people, you know, that at different prices that you can find to help you and, you know, kind of dial it out, meet with them once a month and whether 
you know, if you just need somebody to post three, whatever, a week or something, you know, just to stay relevant. Um, but, you know, when you get into wanting to really grow your following and make sure you're showing up in the algorithms, that's a whole nother can of worms and costs more money. But at the end of the day, you guys have to do the work. You have to tell the story. And and she, so she posts twice a week for me, Carrie, but she's, Lo said, you can't, don't disappear on me. You, you, I still have to see the, this, I still have to see you, you know, the personality and all mm -hmm. that stuff. That's, it's, and what do you say, organic? It's so genuine coming from my shop, you know, and all mm -hmm. that, that I have to maintain some of that for sure. No, and it's what I love is when I, you know, people that know that we work together, that they will be like, Oh my God, I just, they will tell me how much they love Workshop Wednesday. And that's what, you know, I said, I know you feel like you're just doing this, but I'm telling you, give, just keep doing it. And so, Carrie, you started Hold On to the West shortly after I started Workshop Wednesdays, right? Yep. Yeah. I, I'm kind of been remiss on that, but, but yeah, it, it's an important thing, but I gotta, so, I'm been running all this through my filter and, and, uh, I want to, I want to, uh, see if I'm on the right track here. Uh, so the leading edge of marketing, you said we need to find a way to get people to fall in love with, with us, our work, whatever, however you want to say that, um, that's an emotional connection, right? Yes. No way, no way around that. Nope. That is that the leading edge or the leading edge, I need you to understand how how it is there's value here. Which you is in front of which is, is the chicken or the egg in front? What which is in front of the other? Nobody's gonna understand or listen to you if they haven't fall if they haven't started to love you. They have no connection. <laughs> so they're not, I don't we care the what you that. say. <laughs> I don't care what you, I don't care if you tell me it's a dollar or $10,000. If I don't have any kind of emotional connection to you, whether it's through a story of your dad whooping your ass when you were seven, right. whether it's through some saddle you inherited from someone that started you in this industry, what is that story you can tell? And it's lots of stories that you're whatever that is. I mean, like, I remember Wilson's like, I don't know what to talk about on workshop Wednesday. I said, talk about that stupid chair you sit in. Talk about the dog. Talk about the cat. Talk about the pictures on your walls. And once you start letting yourself open up and tell those stories or just talking about things, you know, talk about your apron you wear. Why do you, what is that thing? How did you get it? You know, I mean, just... So people want to, we have no idea who's watching what's going on in their life. And especially the Western industry, it's yeah. a, the Western industry is a magical industry that very few of us get to be a part of. So you get to be the storyteller. How exciting is that? Yeah. And, that, and that's that. And so pops perceived value stems from that, right? I mean, yes, his artwork is great but it's not as great as him, <laughs> right? It's oh, not I, as great as him. And I mean, so <laughs> my dad probably doesn't want me telling this on the airwaves, but <laughs> he had a conversation with a police officer one night in the streets of Alpine and it cost him a night in the jail, right? <laughs> and uh, that just makes him worth more. <laughs> it did. I hear I am thinking, ruined his career you know i'm like what are you doing pop like good gosh and then at the end of the day everybody wanted something of it right they just loved him they thought it was the greatest <laughs> story ever people called me for weeks about pop having to spend the night in jail you know and all this stuff. i i got a, i got a story to, get to back to back that up so one year at denver you know amy and i were always like well, we still are, you know, in the industry, we did everything our own way. Our slogan was women that live by their own rules. It was mm. our tag, our, tr our trademark tag to gypsy soul. And, you know, so we were always in like the craziest outfits at Denver market, yada, yada, yada. So anyways, her and I, we 
went to the Larry Mayhem party um, there in Denver. And so we're coming out. I'm in my fedora hat, a full length fur, my cowboy boots, you know, all dolled up. Jay or uh, Amy's in a top hat and this huge poofy dress. And so we're standing there and we're trying to get a cab and we're, you know, we've been drinking and having a great time. We're headed back to the hotel. Not too late. Probably <laughs> four minutes before we turn into pumpkins. Um, and this guy, this huge dude is like walking kind of around us and we're trying to get the cab and <laughs> brought this girl with us and we get this cab stopped and he steps in front of us and puts this girl in our cab. And we're like, Hey, that's our cab. And he's like, beep, 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 beep to us. Mm -hmm. And Amy like reaches up and takes his hat and just flings it in the road. And is like, <laughs> you're not going to talk to us. Well, he pushes her down on the ground and she jumps up and just knocks the shit out of him in the say. face. <laughs> so by then we're like by a wall and I'm kicking him in his privates and he's yelling. And I, I mean, this is like all happening. And then this little old man like comes over and starts yelling at him. And the guy pushes this old little old man down on the ground, like hard. He never, he never came after me, which I'm thinking back, like, what are you doing? Well, Chet Boat's son comes out and like sees what's going on from inside the party and comes out. And then the guy like just walks off. And so you know, everybody at the Larry Mayhem party saw this go down. And so we <laughs> are just, we get another cab, go back to our hotel and we go have a drink in the bar. And we're like, holy crap. What were like, that guy could have been on drugs. He could have had a knife. He could have had a gun. So the next morning I, we get to market and here comes my mother-in-law, Brenda, that was with girl, girl and cinch. And she's a pretty big to do. And she comes tromping into the showroom and she's like, I cannot believe you girls what you, going out partying, drinking, like just chewing us up. You're going to ruin your career. You don't act <laughs> like that. Oh, she thought same thing ruined everything. Oh, that was the best thing we could have ever done. It just made us go <laughs> twice as much that day. <laughs> <laughs> Amy's, Amy's going full. And that does not surprise me even a little bit. Amy I, drove off I in the middle of it. I just looked at her and I said, you hit like a guy. Like I had <laughs> no idea that was like in you. And she had her big old skull head ring that I had. I mean, that poor guy, <laughs> that, that poor guy awesome. probably had a black eye. And all he could think of was a uh, cat in the hat and punky Brewster beat me up last <laughs> night. <laughs> but again, it's my story. I can tell it how I want to. Yeah. And I'm living up to what my, what I am. And what my brand is, women that live by their own rules. So get the hell out of my way. Right. <laughs> well, you, know, <laughs> well, you know, I, I, so many in our, in our world, uh, live behind the pieces that we make, right. We, we hide behind the mm -hmm. pieces that we make and, and we don't really want them to know who we are. And, and, and I don't know that, it, I don't know that everybody doesn't want them to know, but I think a lot of them may feel like people aren't interested in that you know like i'm not near as interesting as my pieces but i i i totally agree with you though it, it um the person is more important than than the pieces in the beginning and then i mean quality is quality and you can't do it without quality when the in the world that carrie and i live in but um but the, the if you quality isn't all of it it's just part of it and if you don't have the other pieces of the puzzle in the marketing scheme of of who you are and what you do and this podcast has been huge for that i think carrie and that's honestly why when he said and you two have done a lot to me carrie said uh let's do a podcast willie and if you'd asked me 30 minutes before i'm like hell no but i mean it still pays just as much as i thought it would but it <laughs> <laughs> but the marketing side of it and the long-term part of it, people now know me and my personality and I can't help but just be me on these things. And so it, it is working that way too. You got a podcast. What do you talk about on your podcast though? Uh, I haven't done my podcast for a long time because oh. I haven't, I just like to be on other people's podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and what's like going back to, you know, telling the story or the connection you know, I put in my order for 
Will for a pair of Wilson spurs. And when it when my turn came, when it was my turn, I ended up making the spurs for my husband for our 20 year anniversary because it was almost more special to me because of the connection I have with Wilson and his family to give a gift from someone that I truly admire and know how what goes into them. So to me, I didn't even keep it for myself. I gave it to the person that I love the most in my life. So that is a true uh, statement or just how, because I fell in love with Wilson and his work, I wanted to give the most important person in my life something so special that was handmade. And then it just continued because then my dad got on the list and my parents for their 50th wedding anniversary, my dad bought my mom a pair and my mom bought my dad a pair and I couldn't tell each other. So they both shit <laughs> and got the bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, but, they were little. <laughs> yeah, but it, it was fine. It was fine. But um, but it's and you know, so those like my parents love to talk about Wilson and the connection that I have with Wilson and the spurs they have. And then what was even more special is my dad. There's a uh some good friends of ours that live up in Creston, California. Matt Al Allgood is a saddle maker there and he does really cool leather work. Um, just a super, he's from, we call him Mississippi Matt because he's originally from Matt, but just a super great family and super great guy. And he went, took Wilson Spurs and explained to my dad how that gold has to be set so it doesn't fall out. And the hours that it took Wilson to, to do those spurs that way and all like I, they talked about those spurs probably for an hour and a half and all the things that have to happen and why they cost that much and why they're made that way. And so all that, all those things that Wilson, we've been stirring around in the pot all came to life through that conversation with Matt and my dad. Wilson wasn't even there. Right. I don't, you haven't even met my parents. You haven't met my no, dad yet. We no. talked on yeah. the phone, but we, yeah. we haven't met. But to have, you know, that piece of history. And my parents have hundreds of pairs of spurs in their home. I mean, they have spurs they don't even put out anymore because they're worth so much. But these spurs that, you know, they bought each other for their 50th wedding anniversary, the connection that I've had with Wilson, who Wilson is in the industry. These are the their favorite spurs of all. So that's why it's just so, I just cannot say it over and over and over and, and hope that everyone that listens to this takes it to heart because I want your industry to grow. I want the Western industry to keep thriving. And you guys are the storytellers. You guys get to say, you get to tell the story and set the precedent because everything you record and put out to the world and put on YouTube is there forever. So what do you want to say? What do you want to leave behind? You and, get to tell that. And it's not just our work, right? I keep having oh. I have to reiterate that over and over because that's what we believe, right? Schwartz is, oh, there's our story. It's in a piece of silver and steel on a pedestal, you know, and that's not well, it. Well, I not look at all the Garcia bits and Fleming bits, and I, I can't even tell you all the names. Mm -hmm. There's no story to go with them unless my dad tells me. Right. There's nothing. Right. Like, I mean, they, it's you guys get to make the value stay forever if you tell your story. Here we are. So, <laughs> so you, 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 I think partially answered the question I was going to ask here. So, and this is a question that, that a, a friend here just, we talked two or three days ago and, and uh, he said, how do we, how do we get a higher level of sophistication within our collector base uh, so that they're more conversant? They know the things that this gentleman was telling your dad all of those kind of things. And, and, and I said, you know, Jason, you're right. Uh, there, there, there really, there really isn't a lot of sophistication with regard to you know, within our Western trades. Cause you, when you compare it, say the gun world. Yeah. Exactly. Holy mackerel. You know, they can, they can recite caliber, uh, how many twists for rifling per, per inch. Well, I mean, all of this stuff, and this is a guy on, off the street. Yeah. And, and, and you and, compare that to, to what we, the headwinds we have. 
And, and he says, how do we bridge that gap? He, he was talking about looking at a couple of Wilson's bits and one was, uh, you'll remember the conversation, I'm sure, Willie, uh, where it looked to him like, well, this one looked like it should be, this this valuation should be swapped, yeah. flip, flipped around because it looks to me like you have more time into this and there's more decoration in this one than this one. How, what, and I had to explain the difference. So that, And he admitted that, I don't know, I have to be told all these things. So I guess that's one of our challenges, isn't it? Well, well, it is a challenge, and I'll let you speak here in a minute, a little bit. I, I I feel like it's also a responsibility of our collector base to know those differences because they can get taken advantage of if they don't educate themselves on why a relief engraving sculpting job is of higher value than a fine English scroll that takes a tenth of the amount of time. So we can explain it, but until they start to appreciate and understand, which is where the gun world is, right? The, 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 the gun collector will show up with a 10 power loop to look at the engraving on a gun before they say it's good or not. And um, our, our customer base never does that. And it, I mean, I'm thankful normally, but. <laughs> so to Ant, for my being an outsider and I'm not educated in, I mean, I like pretty things, but mm -hmm. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm an expert between well you know i know wilson's work and then i you know i look at jen's work that's trained under you and i'm think they're real pretty too i mean i know yeah. it's not the same but yeah. the whole thing is number one the gun industry who's teaching those people that the gun companies they're putting out the information they're training people i mean what we're looking at we're not looking at apples and oranges here because the gun industry has so much more money behind it. But who in our industry is teaching people? Who's telling these stories? No one. But Remington or any of these gun companies, they put out information. They put out, let's just today, go on YouTube and pretend you don't know anything about guns and go, I'm going to be an expert by the end of the day. You will you will find enough things to be an expert to go to a gun show to halfway be de decent. Then go on YouTube and teach yourself how to be a trained eye person to buy the most beautiful engraved detailed saddle or piece of silver work. Probably not going to happen. No, no. So it, you know again, it's on you guys. You guys have to train the people. You have to tell the story to get them to, you know, you have to put that, that library there. You are the forefathers now. It, 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 I've had this example and it's been slapped. I've been slapped in the face by the, by the information, but I, I had a customer one time tell me, I can't tell the difference between a $24,000 pair of spurs and a $13,000 pair of spurs. Well, that's not his fault. It's mine because I haven't educated him. Right. So you know, Shorty, that's something that, you know, we're going to do it this year at the TCA show, right? We're going to have a uh, one day dedicated to our customer base and, and doing a bit of a forum mm -hmm. discussion mm -hmm. on, on that stuff. And, and which is the perfect place to be doing that at our show, because it's mostly collectors and, and yeah. our market there. So it's a good place. And I would definitely, you know, have an overall view, but I would have a room set up where you can get I mean, show people the differences between mm -hmm. and have them talk and have it recorded professionally and where you can snip all that into a bazillion different videos that get uploaded to YouTube. But I just, my biggest thing when you've talked to me about your organization is like, I, I don't know how to, like, I keep going back to, and I'm, I may not use the right words. It's just, this is running through my head right now, but it's like, you want to keep that excitement for the organization and the people coming in. So how do you get guys? Matt is probably never going to be the quality. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, his the saddle he made for my dad, it, my dad loves it. it it's amazing. It, you know, but it may not be on that level. I don't know. I mean, mm -hmm. I think he does a fantastic job, but it's, I just feel like you've got to keep reaching out to these younger 
got, you've got to start making more of these network connections and invite people, whether they get to be in it or them promoting you like, oh my God, I get to go to TCA, you know, da, 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 da. It doesn't mean they're a part of it. Right. It just, how do you spread the spider legs to let them do the work and they tell your story? <laughs> oh my God, I got to go to Wilson's shop. Yeah. Wilson personally invited me and I got to do... I, 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 you know, I paid my own airfare. He gave me a personal invite to come and work with him for a half day. Just, you've got to, you guys could start making them tell your stories. Creating a relationship and heartbeats. Right? Yes, you've got to, I mean, it, that is part of the problem and not, and then you guys hiding behind your artwork or, you know, worrying about self-promotion. That time is over. If you don't promote yourself or you can't afford to promote yourself, you're screwed. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, you said a mouthful there, Willie, uh, hiding behind our pieces, the work yeah. that we do. Boy, what we do, isn't that we? an introvert's way, isn't it? That's <laughs> what we do. You know, yeah. it's oh, our yeah. heart and soul. So we think, oh yeah, that's good enough. No, no. Uh -huh. You know, honestly, I think, I mean, I hear Lowe describe you need to do X, Y, Z, this, 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 and this. Um, I think we are, but, but it, we are so far behind. I mean, we've been standing flat footed for generations mm -hmm. with regard to this whole thing. It compares to the gun industry. They've, they've got hundreds of years ahead of us. So what well, we do may help <laughs> us. But what it may do is, Lois mentioned, the next generation. Yeah, you may. We need to find a way to pave the way for the next the person, the next person up. Uh, provide, provide an example, if nothing else. Right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So, in something that's 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 so different in our world is well, the gun engraving world, the gun world is is still built by major companies like Wesley Richards or Purdy or Holland and Holland, and so they have the marketing advertising programs within their businesses that created it well they create a lot of the excitement for the gun well garcia and, and uh, a bunch of these bit spur companies out there they were mass production type of things and they were behind the business of that generation and so there was the marketing and branding that went on there and now that we're all sole proprietor shops for the most part i mean we have the carrie kelly's of the world who are doing an incredible job of all the the, the marketing and branding and, and yes. making doing an incredible business you know but we that's our model right there Schwartzy. is is those guys we we are a business even though there's one of us we're still a business and you have to treat it like a business and we're all the same that's what that's what we've discovered with mike i mean he's ceo of coinstar but there's no different than cape and business birds or coinstar when it comes to running a successful business mm -hmm. and, and being accountable well and to go back to drive my point home 10 years from now, when somebody says, what were the coolest, best spurs ever made 10 years ago? Yeah. They're going to say Carrie Kelly. Yep. yep. Because he's it. the only one throwing it out there. Exactly. I mean, and that's, mm -hmm. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying he is or he isn't. Yes. But as well, far yeah. as, I mean, I could be, I have two pair of Carrie Kellys. And if I'm somewhere and Joel could have his Wilson spurs on. People aren't going to ask me about my Wilson. They're going to be like, either they'll know and be like, holy crap, you're wearing those. <laughs> or, they're gonna, or they're going to be like, oh, my God, you have two pair of Carrie Kellys, you know. And you're going to get more of that. You're going to get more. Oh, my gosh, you have two pair of Carrie Kellys as opposed to Joel has a pair of mine. And it's not that. because he's he's, you know, in a more affordable price point. I mean, I was when I bought my second pair, I, I was debating between a two thousand dollar pair and a five thousand dollar pair that he made for the art show. I'm sure you saw mm -hmm. him there, mm -hmm. you know, and it's, you know, he but he's got out there, made the connection with Taylor Sheridan, got his got on there. You know, you've got to be he's putting it out there. He made the Trump bit when he was still, you know, when Trump was he's rattling cages rattling the cage so and i know people are going to be listening and being like well i don't want to be like that my work should stand for itself i'm sure it is great work yeah. but the world is being told carrie kelly is the badass yeah yeah 
that's and that, and that's good for Carrie, right? I mean, yes. good on him. And uh, yes, great but, business, great business. And, and model. it's you know, there's always going to be more of that product out there than what my yes. fifteen or twenty is. So the masses are going to know more. But everybody knows about a Rolls Royce, right? And I'm trying to be the Rolls Royce, and so uh, yeah, but made, you're. But they've told the story. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's <laughs> that's my point, right? Is Rolls Royce has told the story and everybody knows about it. And mm -hmm. the people that can afford a Rolls Royce have a Rolls Royce because Rolls Royce did that marketing. Yes, that's right. I people, I my average customer had 37 pair of $500 <laughs> flip flops because yeah. we told the story. We made a connection. Yeah. When they put those flip flops on, women felt pretty whether they were a hundred pounds or 500 pounds, somebody <laughs> told them their feet look pretty. Yeah. <laughs> there was an emotional connection to it. So your bit is awesome. Your spurs are incredible. That saddle. Oh my God. You know, whatever it is, you know, and they, then they get to tell your story. Yeah. And, 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 and so I say this a lot too. This isn't about me. This, this bit and spur thing that I do, it's not about me. It's about no. my customer and them feeling pretty about the mm -hmm. flip-flops they mm -hmm. have, right? Mm -hmm. and, and and me telling a story. That's why I wanted to do the video of you and Joel, right? Why did you spend that kind of money on a pair of spurs? I wanted people to understand that, right? I wanted them to, and, and the emotional, the emotions that it created for you two by having that pair of spurs. So yeah. it's important. I walk by them every morning in my living room and I smile. <laughs> I think, man, I should have made those for myself. <laughs> I don't. I even tried them on my boots. I'm like, they're yeah, little, no, they're a little big. <laughs> it's okay. They're Joel's. All right, so we're getting close to an hour, but we can't end it yet. I have to ask a question, though. So last week I got badgered. I got thrown down, beat up, and in a real weak moment by Carrie and and Sean Didyoung, who was on the deal. And Carrie's been on me for like. I don't know, maybe a year about this deal. Do you take cold showers? Oh, the, yeah, that I, I have not anymore, but yeah, it's supposed to, yeah, it's like re, you know, reviving yourself, but I don't need to do that shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> cold plunge and I've done it all. And that, that's like my girlfriends that are like, come work out with us at five in the morning. It's so great. I'm like, I did it for years. That's why I still look like this. You know <laughs> right. what? I don't have to get up at five. <laughs> I want to get up and have my coffee, read my Bible, get on Facebook, do my post. And about 11 o'clock, I'm going to go work out and then take a cold shower. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it, it is for people that need mental toughness, mental jarring. If you're, if you're locked down, you want to change up how you feel, how you look at the world, get yourself mentally in a different place. Hell yeah. Do it. Do it. Well, it is a mental thing. To it stand, is. is to stand underneath that shower and go, I'm about to turn this bad boy on and this is going to. Well, I, I, I mean, I guess I took one last night because our stupid hot tub wouldn't work. And so by the time I got <laughs> my shower turned it on and got in there, it was freezing. <laughs> was it good? No, I took one last night. But I, I, hey, I'm all for that stuff. Yes, I've done it. Did it in my younger time when, you know, I'm reading, I've read every motivational book. I've done every, <laughs> I've done it all. all right. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, I'm just, oh. I'm just, I didn't want you ganging up on me either. So I'm glad. No. What, no. One of the things that they talk about, it, it does, it does check the boxes like Lowe's talking about here. It's a, it's a mood enhancer. It really does lift your mood for as, as long as two hours. Yeah. Well, if you don't need that, obviously Lorinda doesn't need that. <laughs> yeah, no, if we've learned anything this morning, <laughs> we've learned that. No, we, uh, Joel and I don't need Loeb in any more energetic. I can promise. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for so much for over the years and for being on here today, sharing the world. There's lot, there's I, lots of guys that need to listen. And well, I, I I can't wait to stumble upon you at the Drover or something with all your <laughs> artist friends, and they're like, "Oh, she's the that's girl the, that knows." <laughs>
<laughs> well, oh, man. it'll be fun. We'll, uh, yeah, I'm coming in Thursday, go to the knife show okay. and all that business. And then Saturday, I'll be around. you'll be there. Be around. Okay. We'll holler at I you. I got whiskey. Oh, boy. <laughs> you should have seen Schwartzy at Oklahoma City. He got into some old Fitzgerald. Oh. And uh, he said it was great. Like, it was really, really tasty. Until the next day. <laughs> he, he knew something was going on when I went to fill up my glass and I poured it on my leg. He had poured half of it on his leg instead of the glass. He, he said the next morning, he said, Willie, that hallway back to the room, I could have sworn was straight, but it was crooked as hell last night. <laughs> uh, I'm, a, I'm on a two drink minimum. I'm not that tough anymore. I don't take cold showers and, and I damn sure don't want to be on <laughs> I don't like it. Oh, well. Well, so much fun. thank you Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Take care. Adios. Okay.